feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie, you lucky bitches. Well, hello, good morning. Uh, it's Neil and Debbie here. Welcome to the show. Hurry up, love. I've got a pub to get to. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Good morning. Hello. It's Clean Bandit Rockabye. Neil and Debbie here. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. What's that song about, Neil? <laughs> hmm? When the bell breaks, the cradle will fall. I know, it's sort of... Down will come, baby, baby. cradle. It's actually a it's horrible actually not, song. Yes, but often those all those nursery rhymes were yeah. about sort of things, about plagues and things like that, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Ring-a-ring-a-roses. Come in now for your favourite nursery rhyme and you'll know it. Ring-a-ring-a-roses. Yeah. A pocket full of poses. A tissue, a tissue, we, we all, all fall, fall down. down. <laughs> oh, my God. God, it's hideous. <laughs> right, this is Neil and Debbie at this is Ndebs at radio email at ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Um, taking your requests right now for 18th century uh, death <laughs> songs. Our pleasure, our can't, pleasure. We can't talk about that right now, Neil. Oh. Breaking news. So soon. Oh dear. Neil and I are on Zoom. All right, so if there are any technical fluff-ups or buff-ups, mm. it's <laughs> fault, not ours. I can see right now that you are looking... Ravishing. And I am looking... Oh, hello, revolting. You've had a haircut. I You've have, had a haircut. But I'm annoyed because I wanted to keep... I spent this whole lockdown growing my hair on top. I went to... Why is it barbers? What, Can't understand... As opposed to hair below, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I've been I've been trimming my own hair with, with clippers for the last however many months it's gone on, and it grew nice and long on top, and I wanted to keep that length but have it short round the back and this outside. All gone. Why is it barbers don't get it? I don't understand. Sorry, Neil, you're going to have absolutely zero sympathy from the 99.9 of us who were still sat here looking like cousin flipping it because <laughs> we can't get a hair appointment and you're upset because he's cut too much off your top. Yeah. So did you want a quiff like Elvis? Well, what yes, did you want? I wouldn't know. I, I, well, I, you know, because it's thinning a bit on top and I was I'm not that I need a comb over, but I had a nice bunch of hair on top and I was like, I quite like this. I'm going yeah. to have it short round here and long here. Yeah. All gone. You know, you know what your fatal error was? You made mm. schoolboy error. You need to, and I know hairdressers, Neil. Yeah. They love it when you cut a picture of a, cele a famous celebrity out <laughs> and take it in, right? Because of course you've got the same face shape right. and the same like, sort of skin tone as them, so it would suit you. Yes. And you should have gone, I want to look like Elvis. Right. Um, or... Please, can I look like that guy out of something about Mary when mm. he had the hair? <laughs> That's what you want. Can I have something about Mary hair? That's your error. Next <laughs> yeah. time, go in. Yeah. Can I just say, no, A, it looks fabulous. You don't Thank need you. to worry about a thing. That's very kind. Um, B, who do the rest of us have to sleep with to get a hair appointment? Ah, yes. I flirted with my hairdresser, Carl, to get a cancellation in the week. Right. Uh, and I sent him an email on Monday when it snowed and no, none of us knew about it. Do you remember that? You woke up and go, oh, my God. Well, it was here in Oxford anyway. And I sent him a message. I thought, oh, this is quite fun. I said, oh, Carl, if you get any 
you know, any cancellations at the last minute. Count me in. I look like cousin it. And then I said without the first two um, consonants at the front. Right. Uh, with extra. And then I said, you'll have to start playing Christmas music again at this rate. Winky face. Uh, I haven't heard a thing back. Right. Um, so, yeah. You know what? So this it's, it's probably quite busy on. cutting hair. That's what it is. Well, I was hoping the old deers couldn't get in because of the snow. I was going to, you know, go over there in my snow in my skis. Yeah. Oh, this is awful. My hair, Neil. I can't, do you feel? Do you must feel more confident that it's? I'm sorry. This I've actually gone on a bit, isn't it? This Lou? we're going to move on now. To do. I'm going to leave you there with your baseball cap on and your hair poking through. It's lovely. Shut up! There's a wonderful movement going on on the internet right now, Neil, involving the circle, which I'm going to bring to you shortly. Plus, who the flipping heck is this? Stephen? Stephen, I want to talk to you about your constant stalking of us at the house. She's one of our favourites, Neil. Who do you think that is? No idea. Here again? No. Oh. Uh, and also a bit later on we will be the only show in Gay UK possibly nay the world to have an exclusive like this still wedged there like a giant nautical sausage we've got a nautical sausage (laughs) to bring you later on in uh, the return of our occasional table feature Adele Dezine oh brilliant some crack cracking uh, faux pas and flop ups on the air over the last couple of weeks oh you nearly did one yourself yeah and I nearly said it there Neil we've got Twitch to get to oh right yes how how rude you are for not going straight there it's been a busy old week a lot of us been down the pubs because it's reopened and uh, we've been busy getting our lives back really How's that going? So no tweets have come in oh. this week because everyone. Oh no, no! Here we go! Here we go! This is vis a vis last week. Uh, I tweeted out on the live feed on Gadia's website. It often comes up with an ad that comes next to our name, so you know to pay the bills and all that. Yeah. And I put, I'm not sure whether we should be offended or this or not. Vis a vis the ad on Radio Player right now. I mean, I love animals, but this hashtag we've been ad. And next to us, Neil, is a photo of two mice coming out of a hole going, how to repel rodents. So this is a photo of you and I. And this came up from a nice witty reply from the cub, Kevin the cub. Right. Oh, a cub. Oh, yeah, lovely. Oh, oh when nice. you have Neil's handsome face, oh, nobody will even notice the rodents. So that's a bit of invert. And just put a Jim Carrey gif there. Beautiful. So you've got quite the admirer there in oh, Kevin the cub. Kevin. Sorry, Kevin, am I chopped liver? Didn't give us a comment. So, yeah. So I'm falling out with Kevin and Neil's got a fan. Thanks, Fatty. If you'd like to get in touch with us at this is ndebs at gadio, email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Still wedged there like a giant nautical sausage. Make mother another drink. Oh, that was wonderful. Hey, you guys. What's up? I'm Alternate. Be legendary. Be necessary. Be here. At 10, this Saturday, I'll be with Neil and Debbie. Sorry, that was a teaser for a, a few shows ago now when we met. Ultra, how do you say her name, Neil? Nate. Nate, not Nate, which we say. And the lovely. Get it? Got it? Good. Right, a little delve into things that have been going on around the world this week. First of all, some good news. Elton John this week called for internet trolls to lose their anonymity. Elton reckons <laughs> that they... <laughs> 
talking of trolls. Uh, Elton reckons they have to be accountable for what they say and the misery they cause. He had a bit of an outburst on one of his radio programmes, apparently. I totally agree with this, mm. and that's more about the circle, because the circle have done the same. I think they, Twitter need to grow a pair of balls, and what, if you are a continual abuser or mm. troller, you go to your, the normal colour of Twitter, it turns to yellow, and then when you've done a second one that's abusive and offensive, you turn to red and you're blocked forever. Oh, that's good, yeah. I, like I don't that. know why this is so hard for Twitter to get yeah. their heads round. Yeah. Or that you should just have to pl- be yourself and be your actual real identity. Well, there's, there's um, the letter A and a lot of you know holes in the, the ground mm. who are on social media mm. and they need to you know not hide behind things. Now, if you are... Grow a pair of balls, please, social media, oh, yeah. Twitter and Facebook, and ban people when they're like this. Look at our friend Caroline Flack. Sorry, Neil, I'm very angry at that. Uh, meanwhile, as we all start to emerge from lockdown, Elton's Sorry, husband, yeah. David Furnish, has been telling Good Morning Britain what the Elton clan have been up to during the lockdown year. We've had the most amazing year doing stuff together, watching lots and lots of movies, lots and lots of television. Elton is continuing to just devour new music. He's embarked on a fitness regime and a new diet. He's been losing weight. He's been looking after himself really, really well. We've been really busy and happy and fulfilled. And and also, I mean, more importantly than anything, spending more time together as a family. That is stunning. Do you reckon they've been watching The Lion King and then when Elton John's songs come on, he actually goes, Zachary, Zachary, can you feel? Do you reckon? I'm just picturing that. He mutes the TV and just goes, right. Uh, I'll do this Oh, I love that. I love that image. Uh, So as we appear in the world through good, bad and ugly, this is bad, I'm afraid. Boris Johnson this week made a concession in his long-awaited law against so-called gay conversion therapy. Prime Minister has told church leaders non-coercive support for gay people, including praying over their sexuality, i.e. pray the gay away, will escape any ban. Crispin Blunt, who is is chair of Parliament's group on global LGBTQ plus rights, thinks um, creation of a loophole in any future legislation will alienate the LGBTQ plus community and wreck the PM's reputation, quote unquote, uh, with uh, when it comes to our votes. Uh, Blunt believes the PM is in breach of promise on promises that he um, causes he supports, basically. So, um, yeah, I can't believe that, really. We just want it banned. I can't comment on that. I, 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 I. Well, the fact that the chief advisor for LGBTQ uh, matters in mm. the government actually resigned a few weeks ago. I know, yeah. They're in a bit of a whirlwind and they need yeah. to sort their shizzle out, don't yeah, you? Exactly. And uh, one more piece. This is lovely, actually. This is uh, the category is pose. Co-creator Stephen Canals has given a little more insight into the upcoming third and final season, which will directly address the HIV AIDS epidemic. In an interview with Ebony this week, Stephen says the clear message is that solidarity in voices matter. Solidarity in voices matter, he says. Uh, He reckons that collectively the LGBTQ plus community can and should push governments and elected officials and make them well aware that we have needs and rights like everyone else. I agree with all of that, and I think we need um, you-know-who in the White House and in our number 10 immediately. Mm. Ten! 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 Number 10. Nine! Nine! Are you blind in one eye? She'd sort all of this out in a heartbeat, in a click. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, on the way, a little bit later on, who is this? She just laughed, oh, like that. 
any ideas? <laughs> she just lost a whole uh-huh. uh-huh. like that. <laughs> I recognise the voice. It's someone is it someone Scottish? No, indeed not. Oh, by the way, I did a U-turn on Susan Calman in the week. <laughs> what right, right, you, you turn on? Do you remember her? when hmm. what, do you remember when you and I we used to talk about uh, was it Celine Dion or someone like no, it was someone really famous, like a singer. Right. And you and I really I know who it was. I know I can't remember who it was, Neil. Oh, I don't I've lost my I've lost my marbles. <laughs> I've lost my marbles. Who is it that singer that she lost both of her pe- We said we didn't like her and we did a hundred percent U turn on her. Do you remember? Really famous singer and we went, Oh, we don't like her and then she came out with something amazing for the gays and we went, Oh, oh we've right. always loved her. I can't remember that now. It wasn't Gloria Estefan, but it was someone of that ilk. Right. It wasn't Celine Dion. Who was it? Wasn't it? Celine Dion. We, we've always. Well, I did wonder. I don't think it was Celine Dion. Yeah. Who was it? Yeah. I forgot my point. What's the point in life? <laughs> I'm an you, extremely you, you, stable <clears throat> genius. Um, you did a U turn on Susan Calman, you said. What was that about? Oh, yeah. Susan Calman's got a great TV show. She goes around Britain in um, Helen, in her like camper van, Helen, and it's Helen Mirren. She's gone up and down the country, her and a pot noodle and Helen Mirren in the camper van. She's really funny. And my friend Karina, you know Karina, don't you? Yes. She's got the failed guide dog Pixie who's put on a lot of lockdown weight. I'm sorting that out. Right. She can't fit in her Julius at the moment. Um, she, Karina told me that Susan Cowman annoyed her. And I went, why? And she said, oh, she just, I don't, she just annoys me. That's Pixie. <laughs> And I watched her on a TV show this week. She's bloody funny. There we are, you see. I watched her. She used to be on the really news show. Good. She's brilliant on there. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we can't hang around here. We can't, we can't sit here chatting all day. We've got things to do. Have we? Yeah. We've got a song to play next. KDO. I'm, sto- I'm actually still right, love? Neil. <laughs> we- no. I've had no sleep this week and it's really getting to me. <laughs> I'm really, I was on Good Morning Britain in the week, Neil, but you didn't see me. You just saw the background of me right, doing okay. some conservation work with Laura Tobin. Good. Um, so I've not got back to, I've not actually had any sleep this week and it's really affecting my foodle. I don't even know what a foodle is. <laughs> At this is ended. Uh, <laughs> Neil. Shut up! Um, I'd, like to, I'd like to big up the circle. Now, I asked you last week, could you please watch the circle? Yes. Did you? What did you do? Uh, no, you... I, I failed my uh, my uh, gay homework, unfortunately. Right. Well, a lot of people are in love with the circle. I'm so sad it's come to an end now. Oh, is it finished? Um, but oh. yes, yeah, finished. It's only a little. It's only a, like a short series, love. Right. And you know we've had some brilliant messages about it. Yeah. Including this one on Twitter from our beautiful, beautiful friend. Yeah. You can tweet uh, us at. Drew, okay. I found it. Drew McDonald, Drew Donald McCallum, dot dot kiss kiss and they tweet. I am circle obsessed too. I can't wait for Circle USA starting. Have you seen US on Netflix? They make it look like Chicago when it's really Salford. <laughs> Love it. Um, it is uh, Neil. It's so uplifting. And the main, my main one I loved was Nana Dot, who was mm. behind this. Shut up. Um. Nana Dot replied to us last week, sending us lots of love and kisses, I a.k.a. Scott. Mm. And the circle this week, 
done a brilliant campaign and it says in support of the circle players we would like to share and spread the message of hashtag think before you post right. and they've got all the people to do the things because there was a lot of hate on the internet about yeah. a couple of players and it is so true i think that should be put on it but when you go log into twitter and facebook and all of these things a little sign should come up like yeah think yeah before you post yes think before you post yes. so can you please retweet that we've retweeted it but basically i want to get felix on the show so we really need to do some major licking all right can you hear me i can <laughs> major licking <laughs> major, in the so army. i want to butter her up I want to butter Felix up. Right. Hang on, who's Felix? Felix is a catfish called Natalia. And she won the whole show, Neil. Oh, you've lost me now. Now, uh, last week, did, uh, have I asked you this? Would you ever, if you had the opportunity, would you go into space? Would you go into space? <gasps> oh, my God, Neil. Space. Mm. The final frontier. <laughs> yes, in, no, yes, I would. Mm. But no, I, don't, I wouldn't. Right, I, I know what you mean. Exactly what you mean, yes. It's such a intriguing i mean do you i don't know whether you're the same Neil, but i look up at the stars sometimes and i think oh and it's just too overwhelming mm, yeah that's very true yeah. just being up there neil and seeing everything sitting in a tin can <laughs> would just be why do you ask for with the reason i ask is there's an openly gay man could become the first gay man to enter space as early as 2023 spacex they are planning uh, they're going to do a number of private citizens they're going to take them on a mission and they're going to take a flight around the moon it's called the dear moon project and if chosen to take part uh, pilot and photographer John Carmichael is his name. He's going to be one of eight people to share a very unique experience. I've actually got a clip of him here um, for you to have a listen to. Hang on, here he comes now. This is John Carmichael. Oh, hang on. Yes. My name is John Carmichael, and I'm going to go to the moon. <laughs> Sounds so surreal. <laughs> I've been a photographer for 14 years, and I think what I love most about astrophotography is how humbling it can be. It really changes your perspective and it brings peace and curiosity. That's what we need more of in the world. And I've seen how inspiring art can be when it's shared with others. He's uh, definitely boyfriend material, I would say. Um, John, on right, Ansel. He goes out of the atmosphere like for most of the year and you can have a bit of trade. <laughs> Yeah, goes away, yeah. yeah. Uh, John underscore Carmichael, if you'd like to follow him on Instagram. He's a brilliant photographer, and he's he's up for, he's sort of, they've all put themselves forward, these very different candidates, and they're just waiting to see whether they're going to get the be the ones that are the chosen ones to go into space. John underscore Carmichael, if you want to follow him. Very, very that interesting. Is, it's so interesting, Neil, and I just love that. There's a photo I've been looking at and itching to get, um from for my bedroom wall mm. which i want to wake up each morning and look at it because it just sort of just sort of makes us realize how tiny we are mm. and it's of the apollo 8th 1968 earth rise from the moon um that you see the the sun coming up so it's the moon at the bottom and then you can just see the sunrise coming up from oh, earth yeah. it's a really famous photograph yes. taken by one of the uh, well, the astrologers. People it's the photograph that put men. humanity in perspective, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Thank you, Neil, for putting that so beautifully and succinctly. Mm. Um, but that's what I would love to get on my wall, bedroom wall, so I wake up each morning and go, oh, aren't we lucky? Yeah. So I'm looking at what we're living on. Yes. 
Exactly. I mean, if Kirsty and Phil had to sell the Earth, they wouldn't need to do anything, would they? Neptune, you'd have a bit of trouble. Yeah. But the Earth, one spacious advert, you don't need to sell it, it sells itself. And we're yeah. sitting here polluting it, putting crap in the sea. Wake up! It's Neil and Debbie on Gadio. You can tweet the show at this is Endebs. Email endebs at gadio.co.uk. Have you got one there? You can. Yeah, you can do, but can I just say very quickly, Neil, vis-a-vis your space talk, you yeah. have made me think back to an incredible David Bowie Space on the Tea remix, which I think is one of it's in my top three favourite songs ever. I'll dig it out and we'll find play it in anthems. We haven't got time, we've got to go just something. Rough drivers. And Arioli. Mm. You and I know. <laughs> Um, yes, I, that's lovely. We're playing that two weeks in a row, but why not? Yeah, absolutely. Why yeah, not? It's classic. Catherine Ellis. Yeah. It is actually me. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> at, this is Endebs at Gadio. Email Endebs at Gadio.co.uk. Good morning to Jeff. Hot Jeff. For, you know, Jeff with a J is going to be hot. You know he is. Yes. Um, he looks like he's had his lockdown hair done as well. Looking very handsome on Twitter. Very good. So, um, Revisavi, Neil, you know, you're talking about space and the final frontier and mm. whether we'd like to go up in it yes. or not. Well, you reminded me of one of the best songs I've ever heard. You know, David Bowie was sort of obsessed with space. Yes. And all those sitting in a tin can. <laughs> David. There was a great show that my favourite, who's my favourite radio presenter in the world beside yourself? Marianne Neil, Hobbs. I'd Mary Ann Hobbs, who works for. That's right. Uh, Six Music? No. That was Avalanche's MGMT and Johnny Marr on BBC Radio Six Music. Divine Chord oh. is the name of the tune. I also want to shout out Debbie Ryan oh, and the, uh, the dubstep loving Blackbird that seems to have just descended in her garden in the bird bath. Yeah. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> so, Mary Ann Hobbs did this brilliant show called Celebrating David Bowie, and it was on his birthday, would have been his birthday, right. on the 12th of January earlier this year. Mm. And she unearthed this track. And it's got a remix of a David Bowie song, which I thought was, it's Ashes to Ashes, I've remembered now, but right. still space related. And it's a remix uh, that I'm going to play you. And it's by, it's called Love is Lost, the Hello Steve Reich. Not Steve Reich, Steve Reich mix by David Murphy, by James Murphy. Um, and just have a listen to this. It's beautiful. Love is lost. It's on David Bowie's YouTube wow. channel. It's had 2.4 thousand uh, hits. Two of the 2,000 of those are from me. Uh, I cannot stop listening to the song. It is, I was going to say it's in my top three. It's just that beautiful remix. And on that show as well, on the David Bowie tribute, and Marianne Hobbs told of a story that David Bowie went to see Nina Simone live mm. and he became so obsessed with her. 
He rang her every day for a month. They were on the phone for hours and he was just chatting to her about music and all sorts of things. And they got on so, so well. And, you know, I never knew that connection at all. It's so good. Oh, God, she's brilliant presenter, Neil. She's so much better than us. Let's talk about what we did with our first day of freedom-ish. Uh, in a moment, but right now, now we haven't got time to talk about going out. I want to go in to Mother Nature, right in her belly. Now, the sea is full of incredible creatures, incredible creatures. Neil, name your top sea animal, please. Oh, uh, well, your whale. As a mammal, whale. isn't it? Really? No, it's your. F- I want your favourite. Oh, not favourite. Oh, oh dolph- favorite. dolphins. Dolphins. Really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And after I watched um, my friend the octopus, is it called that the documentary yeah. on? Uh, oh my goodness, octopus. Yeah. Love them. Wow. Well, it's that's weird that you say that, Neil, because today's supernature is all about octopus. One of the most intelligent creatures on the planet. Mm. We don't know the half of it. It's almost like we were talking about space. It's almost like an alien has been here since the year dot. Right, yeah. And they've been going under sea going, We're coming out yet. I'm gonna say down here. And we know nothing about octopus. They are so above our level. They have discovered a new bit of scientific evidence about what octopuses do in nighttime. Right. And over to this chap here. A new study of octopuses in Brazil has found they experience at least two major states of sleep similar to humans and could well have dreams. During quiet sleep, which lasts about seven minutes, the octopus remains still with pale skin and contracted pupils. In the 40 seconds or so of active sleep, it changed colour and moved both eyes while contracting its suckers and twitching its body. That's the latest BBC News. Sorry, I said gar- I said uh, chap. It's a chapess. Mm. But isn't that astonishing? Yeah. So octopuses, you know, like when your your dog goes on its back and it starts dreaming, its paws go like that, and it goes. Yeah. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> so an octopus does that with his, you know, the eyes and her eyes just sort of move and change. They change colour. They have dreams, which means they have a consciousness. Yes, it's just, I mean, mind-boggling, isn't it? It is. I incredible. love it, Neil. Yeah. I absolutely love it. Um, and as we're mentioning octopus, we have to go to that stupid cow from a blogger from last year. <laughs> um, and I loved a, I love Australians, Neil, because mm. they cut to the chase. ABC Australia put, I'll never forget this, they put on a tweet, uh, this blogger tried to eat an octopus live. Uh, we have no sympathy because this is what happened. The octopus sl- got jumped off her plate and on her face. onto her face, and all the suckers <laughs> rock and oh! And she video, she carried on videoing it. She thought it was more important to get the hits, yeah, uh, than doing it. And the octopus won this round. Um, it sounds worse than it is. She did. A, she escaped <laughs> unharmed, apart from a. The small tear on her cheek, and I think she got away lightly. And he should have slapped her around her face with his tentacle at the end, going, "You stupid woman!" Sucking on her now. The suckers going, "Don't eat me!" Why they put that sort of piano music on it? I'm no. not quite sure what she did there. Um, Maybe that yeah, was they, the octopus playing it. 
Yeah, with his other three tentacles while he held one up like that, doing a big <laughs> that to the camera. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the Right, so once again, it's a dive into the archive. Uh, some classic tracks from the uh, from the past. Some little corkers, hopefully, uh, that you're going to enjoy. Clips from three tracks. You have to decide, Debbie, which one we are going to hear in full at the end of Anthems Simple As. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last week I did want two, Neil. I, yeah. would, I asked for two and I was cruelly allowed one. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but anyway, we have got three corkers for you here. Well, I hope so. Anyway, first up, uh, this, remember, from Clean Bandit. Clean Bandit on KDO uh, with Jess Glynn, of course. Uh, rather mm. be. That's uh, your first choice. Rather not. Oh. Uh, no, you're not supposed to give any hints. No, no, no not no it's hints. Possibility still. still. No, it's not no. possibility. No, what's the next one? <laughs> Sugar Babes. Some classic sugar babes. Yes, that one was really good. Um, uh, as we continue, only Debbie can decide which of these three tracks we're going to play in full, and it'll be only one of them, obviously. No clues. No clues. No clues. No I haven't given any. So. Uh, David Guetta and uh, Sia next up. There we go, the brilliant Sia with David Greta, Titanium. But that choice. is so hard because I love her fringe and I also love Titanium. Mm. Oh, that is hard, but it's going to be the second one. You're not supposed to say... Oh, I no, give up. I'm, no, come that on. Was, that was actually a speech bubble. That was the thought bubble that turned into vocalisation through the power of Elon Musk. Stay listening to find out which one Debbie chooses later. <laughs> Kenny Dope on the way doing the bomb. And oh, some yeah. uh, Plastic Dreams coming up as well. Move your body. Oh, my God, JD, Plastic Dreams. Mm. And these songs, these songs, <laughs> these songs. Well, in <laughs> Morning, Andy Fugard, a.k.a. Inductive Step. Andy with an eye, I quite like that. That's good, yeah. Yeah, strong. Andy with an yeah. eye. Mm. It's lovely okay. to have, it's beautiful to have you listening. Yes. Any ideas? You just laughed. Oh, I like that. Uh, I'll do a reveal on that in a couple well, of seconds. It better be worth it, Neil, because you've teased oh, it three times now. You're going to love it, it I better promise. better be worth it. Uh, this week, I was listening to a podcast I stumbled upon, partly because of the guest that was on it. Uh, I'll give you a little extra clue here. <laughs> yes, it's Joe Lumley, who is a guest on the That's Afterlife podcast, uh, which is a thing that Esther Ranson does. And it's a re- it's one of the most um, a very honest... They obviously mates. They obviously know each other from way back, the two of them. And she was very open and very honest. Uh, she was telling um, a couple of things I wanted to share with you that I thought was great. First of all... Um, she revealed something about some guilt. This is Joanna Lumley that she felt that the day this involves her son back in the 70s when she was a single working mum 
and this is uh, Joe Lum relaying something that happened back in the back in the day. So I sent Jamie to boarding school. That was because I was a single parent and I just got the Avengers, and there was no way I could do that those filming days. But I made a pact with him. I said, "Look, if you hate it, just write to me and say I hate it, and I'll come and sweep you away. It doesn't matter a jot." Anyway, he wrote me letters, but I discovered much later that the headmaster had taken all the letters because boys had to give their letters to the headmaster before they were sealed up and posted and uh he was made to rewrite the ones which said please take me away and so he he, he never could get the message through to me and so i never knew and i could never take him away and that's one of the biggest pains still in my heart and occasionally when i bring it up he says it doesn't matter and i go it hurts me more than i can tell you because I would have just rushed down there and said, goodbye, I'm taking my boy away, you know. Oh, I was really, it was so touching. That's, it's beautiful, isn't it? You know, that happens so often. My stepmom went to an, a convent mm. and they took all her letters away when she said, I hate it here. And they made her rewrite it. Those people are abusers. Yeah. They're actually abusers. Yeah. That you, so lesson in life. You, I mean, how could you get around that? How is she to know? Yeah, I know. Oh, how awful. You wouldn't forgive yourself. No, you, exactly, as a mum. Yeah. And oh the other part God. of the interview, they, they talked about Ab Fab, obviously, and uh, she talked about channeling, this is uh, Jo Lum, her experience of being, obviously, was sort of a fashion model in the 60s, and um, uh, before she sort of became an actress and everything, and she was describing how she used those experiences and her own life experiences, and then sort of found this way of discovering who Patsy was. She was a cartoon character, and as soon as I knew that, because... Uh, by nature, and from being very, very early on, a clown, I'm not an actress, I'm a clown, I'm an entertainer. Then I could see the Patsy, and she rose like a phoenix. She, ar she arrived with me almost fully formed. The second, and I'm doing this now for you, the second her hair went up, and the second she had a cigarette, <laughs> and the second I knew that, like Elvis, she didn't laugh like that, she just laughed <laughs> like that. The second I could get that, um, I thought, ooh, ooh, this is somebody I love. <laughs> and this is why it works. It was brilliantly written and it was very, very funny. Joanna Lumley, uh, that's from the That's Afterlife podcast. We want to hear the whole thing. Very good. You know, that is just genius. Uh, I remember she's the one and only person I've written a bit of fan mail to. Ruby Wax, when she had her TV show, she used to do a little sketch on it and she did one where she was being an investigative reporter going around Joanna Lumley's house. And Joanna Lumley had been in hiding quite, just for the show and she'd had a facelift and she was covered in bandages like... A, this is comedy. Yeah. Covered in bandages like a mummy and she wouldn't answer the door to Ruby Wax. Ruby Wax said, Joanna, we know you're in there. We know you're in there. And she came out and that was the first smidge of um, Patsy. Right, she yes. was Patsy who'd had plastic surgery. And of course, Ruby Wax was the script writer for Abfab. Yes. So it's jo it is Joanna, it's um, Ruby Wax's genius mind that came up with that character, this woman who never wanted to age, never wanted to be involved in that, and just was really funny. And Joanna Lumley, God, we're lucky to have her, aren't we? Oh, we are. My aren't we, yeah. God, absolutely perfect. Fats. That's COVID. We're right, Fats. I am thin and gorgeous. This is very laid back to you. Mm. Hi. This is Jazz FM. <laughs> Chill out, go to the pub. Have a piece of cake. On Twitter, Neil, at this is Zendebs at KDO. Hello to Hand of Bob. Sorry? Hello to Hand of Bob. 
who's sticking to the show. That's great. <laughs> Hand of Bob. Oh. I love it. <laughs> is there a photograph on there as well? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. just a He's hand? also known as Leo, um, <laughs> which, of course, I'm going to love that because of the nature of Matt. Yeah. Uh, he, he drinks coffee and knows things. He's 36, ambiamorous, polyromantic, but learning more to homoromantic. Leaning more to homoromantic. Uh, part-time paladin, which is wonderful. He's been on a morning run, which is just showing off. Uh, he couldn't get out of bed, bed last week, so I listened to the whole show before he went out for a run. Um, so we've been in bed with him. Please read the terms and conditions because we don't actually sleep with listeners, do we? Neil? You did that one time. Well, no, yes, yeah. That one time, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that was one, well, the one and only camp. time. Yeah. yeah, I've never slept with a listener. Have you not? Actually, I have, Lisa. Yeah. Oh, yes, she did start your Australian Lisa, started out as a listener, yeah, listener and then became a lover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's shown me a terrible light. Yeah, yeah we are. You actually Hello, managed. hand of job. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the So earlier on, I gave Debbie three tracks, clips of those three tracks, Clean Bandit, Sugar Babes, and David Guetta with Sia, of course. Hey! Uh, what? B, please, Bob. Oh, you've already chosen already, have you? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never have guessed. Um, I need some help urgently because... Oh. Hello. Testing, testing. Is coming up to my house this weekend. Your girlfriend, Australian Lisa. Australian Lisa. I was going to say, you do. it is actually on the Zoom here. You do look quite tidy. No, it's because I've shoved it all behind one cupboard. <laughs> And so I'm going to need some help because she hasn't been into my house for, for ages. Right. Um, and also an Adele Dazeem featuring a rather unusual item. Still wedged there like a giant nautical sausage. That isn't about Neil and his webcam extra earnings on a Friday night. Uh, it's a special clip that I've clipped up for clippity right. clip clips. Okay. At this is Ndebs at Good morning to Dale boy in Dorset. Um, whose husband has been, his husband Mark has been watching far too much MasterChef. What is uh, Bob Bloke here? What's his name? <laughs> yeah. John Tarot. What's Tarot's. his name? Is it? No, is it? Yeah, no, John Tarot's lovely. It's yeah. the other one. Yeah, got a soggy bottom. <laughs> Buttery biscuit base. Where? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who he is. Anyway, he loves MasterChef. Tom to win MasterChef. Social marker, lol. Love to you both from Mark and Dale in Bournemouth. Is is it on at the moment, MasterChef? I think the I've final watched... was in the week, to be honest with you. So I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. I don't watch that because it's inferior to Australia MasterChef, <laughs> which uh, is one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life, which we binged on uh, during I lockdown. just can't watch those food say... programmes because they make me hungry. It's like the cake well, programme. I can't watch that either. It makes me want to have cake. Well, we do, Neil. We do have cake and eat it. And um, so, Reeves, have you sort of interrupted there, Neil, and it's Sorry. going to break the flow mm. of the Australian link, which I wedged in there for purpose <laughs> uh, because my other, my girlfriend. Hello. Testing, testing. I'm petrified to say is on the Oxford tube as we speak. <laughs> Um, she, I'm picking her up at half past one right. uh, from Tame if anyone wants to come stalk us. <laughs> now, this is a slight worrying issue is look at this. I, I really don't want to be rude because the show is my priority on a Saturday morning. Yes. It doesn't but look... But I didn't get... 
It looks like a pig hole. It's not too it? bad. It's better than it normally no, is. No, look, I've got wood on the floor. Oh, yeah, you've got Elizabeth. I've got, all my, I've got knickers in the corner. Oh, dear, yes. Over there. So I'm really sorry, love, and this is a little bit rude, <laughs> but can we keep the links in this last hour short? <laughs> Because I, I'm not, I am, I'm actually not joking because no. she'll go absolutely ape if I don't have the place spotless. Well, so wasn't it last time think. she was there? Didn't she get you clearing out the cupboards and everything? She must be expecting to come back to a pristine Ew. place. I haven't got time. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, don't feel, just make me short. Don't mind us. Neil to be here. Uh, well, it's Neil here. I can see we're via our Zoom links direct from Hi. home. And uh, have you... Sorry, we, I, I saw the red light on. Oh. <laughs> Not being rude, but how long have I got? Because I've I've got upstairs to do, um, and I've got the polishing. Right, she's coming at one. How long does it take you to get to the station? Oh, 25 minutes. Oh, okay, well, you've got about one. Actually, no, you are going to have to do this during the show. <laughs> We've got you've got about 45 minutes before we need to leave for the train. Oh my god, I've got to do the toilet yet. Oh no! What do you mean? Oh, what do you mean? What, what's wrong with the toilet? Well, I'm cleaned. I'm cl- I don't need to clean when it's just me. Oh, I don't care disgusting. the mess I live in. <laughs> right. Does she, does uh, she know is... that you're like this behind the scenes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've never lied about it, but it's like there's nature programs. If you want to find a mate, you have to have a clean nest. Right, yes. And like, all yes, those yes. birds of paradise go... <laughs> And like do their showy off stuff and yeah. and collect things for the nest to show that they're capable of being a partner. Right. And I'm afraid at the moment my nest looks like I don't pig pen. No, I know. Snoopy. But I mean, do you do this every time? Has she ever walked in there and discovered the truth? No, I don't. No, this is why I only go out with people who can't drive. There's no <laughs> so no up. danger. <laughs> no danger of her turning up. Uh, this is Endeb Zatgadio at Please Help Me Clean My House as a Urgency. Um, would you like a little snatch of someone we adore, Neil? That'd be Stephen? brilliant. Stephen, I want to talk to you about your constant stalking of us at the house. So who do you think that is? I, I know no that's idea. a predictable thing that a lot of people on radio go, Who's this? Find out after the break. <laughs> no idea. So who do you think it is? I have no idea. Right. Um, Heather Peace put up this post yesterday uh, and I'm, I haven't stopped watching it. She's on the floor in her garden following Stephen Seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. She's got, a, she's got a seagull in her back garden that won't stop bugging her. <laughs> um, and she's filmed the whole thing. Here she is. Stephen? Stephen, I want to talk to you about your constant stalking of us at the house. The fact... Stephen, I want to talk to you... She's running after him. About you constantly being in my garden, banging on the on the on the window. Are you not so brave now? Are no. you not so brave now? Hmm. <laughs> so I've now found a way to get into Heather Peace's back garden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, if anyone has got a giant <laughs> single costume <laughs> that I could borrow, I could actually be Heather Peace's brand new pet right. and live in her garden and get yeah. um, petted by her <laughs> very, very happily. <laughs> so I think we should move on because I realised what I've said. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. this is Endeps at KDO email, Endeps at KDO.co.uk. This won't make any sense to you, Neil, but Claire Giraffe has tweeted and she says as she finds, Neil, she says as she finds. Right. She has tweeted, What the bloody? We love the circle. 
starring Alert! Shut it up! Um, our dear friend Scotch, aka Nana Dot. So it still means absolutely nothing to you, does it, Neil? Not to. I sort of know what you're talking about. I have seen a bit of it, but uh, never really got yeah. into it myself. But I know a lot of people that seem to love it, including your good self there. So brilliant. Well, do get into it because I've entered mm. you for it. Okay, I, brilliant. I sent Can't off wait. the application form <laughs> to Channel Four. I forged your signature right. electronically. Okay. Um, well and I expect a call very soon. Excellent. So, Can't wait to turn it down. So, um, uh, you know, oh. earlier on, uh, we were talking about Joanna Lumley. Yes. Who's been on this podcast. And, you know, she's a bit of a, uh, an eco-warrior. Yeah, she wanted that bridge in London with all the trees on it. That's right, she? yeah, she did. Uh, yeah, she did, yes. I don't know if yeah. it's ever going to happen. Uh, she basically wants to save the planet. She's got a one-woman campaign to clear the world of plastic. And she's oh, a big God. fan of... Yes, she's a big fan of various... As you'll hear on this little clip from... Uh, we all adore David Attenborough. We simply love him. Some people actually think he is God. I hugely admire little Greta Thunberg. It shocks me where I live in South London, how many people go out with their trolleys filled with two-litre bottles of water. We live in a country where water is absolutely clean and comes from the tap. So please don't buy bottled water. I hate litter. I hate litter with such a passion. I hate waste. I want to be a rag and bone man. Look, let's be blunt about it. I want a horse, a cart and a bell. And I want to go, not saying bring out your dead, which is sad and horrifying from those early days of learning about the plague. I'd say bring out your stuff. And I'd be able to do my voice. I'd go, hello, everybody. It's Joanna here. Bring out your stuff. And they'd all come down. And I would, guess what? I'd pay them for it. I've discovered that if you give people money, they'll do anything. So if I gave them money for their plastic, they'd bring it down to me. There you go. Expert. Brilliant. She's solved the world's problems. Well, Donald Trump will learn quite a lot with Melania, won't he? <laughs> uh, this is Endebs at Gadio. Email Endebs at Gadio.co.uk. Very good, Neil. What did you do with your first day of freedom on uh, Monday? Uh, well, I... What did uh, you do? Oh, I just, it's a normal desk. Went to work oh, and came home God. again. <laughs> did you really? Yes. That was it. Well, I don't want to go to a pub. Well, what really, did you, you, did you go to a pub? Yes, of course down my local I couldn't wait to go down and flirt with the lovely landlady down there oh, right. oh the one your dad's favourite yeah she's absolutely mm. gorgeous is she now she, yeah she says oh I've put on so much weight doing lockdown and I, uh, my face couldn't lie Neil we all have haven't we we all have <laughs> <laughs> we all have and we have have we got time to fit in a a small hashtag <laughs> for this week go on yes go not on. right now yeah. no, okay, the end right, of the show yeah. oh yes no absolutely yes because gyms have opened up now and we're allowed to get rid of the flab again and mm. um, so maybe this might be the last week we can do that occasionally do you know what feature of what we've stuffed down our gob I don't think so Linda <laughs> <laughs> here on uh, your KDO this Saturday afternoon <laughs> oh <laughs> you're still hoovering <laughs> Yeah, I'm, do- try- I'm not being rude. The show has got 100% of my attention, but I ha- do have a lot to do. Yes, um, uh, ahead of uh, Australian Lisa arriving at your pad. What are you doing now? Um, pledge. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've got my window, so I do my show in front. I do broadcast from broadcast from the front room. So oh, I can sell, in- smell that. Zesty lemon yeah. from here. I love that smell no, of polish. It's classic veg. I always oh, get it? a classic. <laughs> Don't muck around with flavours, please, ever, on anything. It doesn't work. 
Um, what's the next song, Neil? So I know which room I can do. Uh, Justin Bieber. It's a, it's a two minute fifty track. I'm not worried about missing that. <laughs> so Neil. <laughs> Yes. Time for our occasional table feature. Right. It's the bloopers from the world of broadcasting where sometimes it doesn't go quite to plan. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only. Now, do you remember it's that uh, ever given massive sort of freight? Um, container that got stuck and wedged oh, in the I, Suez Canal. Yes, I do, yeah. Well, it caused quite a few sort of problems for people on the news reading it out. And they got sort of, they, they realised they had to take a run up at things and then the wheels come off at the end. Mm. Uh, so here we are over to the World Service. Freeing the ever given is proven to be a major engineering and logistical challenge. It's still wedged there like a giant nautical sausage. One little footnote, there had been hope are perhaps using the high tide at the weekend in order to refloat this vessel. Well, there's another fly in the ointment there. The forecast for Saturday and Sunday is of storms at sea, high winds and heavy, wave, heavy waves. Oh. That luckless ship can't get a break, James. Gosh, David Willis, thank you very much indeed for that update. Here's Sorry, a question for you, James. Have you ever wondered what a 17th century canal smelt like? No, no, not specifically, no. Sorry, fascinating show there. Um, so it sort of came, the wheels came off at the end and he thought, I'm, I'm going to say Suez Canal probably, I'm going to say Suez Canal and he mapped up mm. everything else. He wasn't the only one, Neil. <laughs> over, over to BBC Six Music. The latest attempt to refloat a huge container ship that's blocking the Suez Canal has been unsuccessful. The Ever Given was blown onto a sandbank on Tuesday, bringing one of the world's biggest, biggest, sorry, busy, busiest, not biggest, busiest trade routes to a standstill. It's that tricky Suez Canal. They were trying, they were really going for it. I thought, I recognise her voice, Neil. And then I remembered, she's the lady behind this. NHS England says thousands of patients may have come to harm because of an administrative cock-up, sorry, mix-up. About 500,000 documents containing medical information were mistakenly put in storage rather than being sent to GPs. I love her because she laughs at the end of that. You could tell she was going, I've said it, I've said it, I've said it. Um, I mean, they did brilliantly. Mm. Would you like to hear... Lisa Tarbuck, who I think deserves an award this week for not cracking up oh, right, after yes. reading this text. Go on. Uh, she's our favourite. We're all fots here. Uh, this is off to BBC Radio 2 and uh, Lisa Tarbuck. <laughs> I've been painting in the garden today. The action at the bird feeder often caught my eye. I took a chance and Googled different kinds of tits. You are taking a chance with that kind of behaviour, Stuart, with a W. Anyway, thank the Lord, Lisa, took me to the RSPB site. <laughs> well, I won't... T- I, I, basically, yeah, it all goes on with the... Um, all about that, really. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> uh, this has come in... Did I do, have I done this one from Deep Fried Water? Do you remember Deep Fried no. Water? No, you're worrying me that you don't know what you've done. No, I'm a little bit lost on my uh, keeping up to date with my emails. This says, haven't spoken to you guys in quite some time. My existence. Uh, hmm? gar- uh, excuse me, Deep Fried Water, what have I got between my legs? Oh, dear. <laughs> Do you, uh, if you look right now, you it's will not pledge. see 
still wedged there like a giant nautical sausage. No, I don't have one of those. So we'll have a minus two... 2% 2% for guys, but back to the email, Neil. Okay, my existence as I knew it fell apart completely and I've been busy rebuilding myself from the ground up again. Sounds like it's been through a bit of a time from things. Uh, currently still going through a divorce, but at least the rest has now been sorted. Working two jobs, got a nice and spacious place to call home. COVID chaos didn't help either, but still going strong, says uh, Deep Fried Water. Lovely to hear from you again, Deep Fried. It is deep fried water, aka Chris. That's Chris, isn't it? Our friend with the iPhone. Isn't that or is that crispy fried water? Oh, who's that? Isn't 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 that Chris? He used to have his iPhone, and we went to the Olympics with him. And people used to ring, no one was ringing him. Deep fried right, and water. And he just used to, and he got his iPhone out, and he used to go, oh, "I'm so busy," yeah, and he yeah. slapped. No one was ringing him, but he just yeah. got his iPhone and went, "I can't." I'm busy. <laughs> is that not him? Who ran the basketball team? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think oh, so. Oh, sorry. No, deep fried also water. Not, uh, we're, it's not, sure. not showing us in a good light at all, is it? It's really not. We do care about you, deep fried water, and I feel bad about saying, to, you know, pulling you up about saying guys now because you've obviously been through the mill. I'm very sorry to do that because life can be poo, and mm. I think during lockdown, everything's under that massive magnifying glass, isn't it? So things that you'd normally go. Well, I'm going to take a big walk about this and just have a think. Mm. It, it just get exacerbated and you just think, God. If you yeah. need somewhere to stay, I've got a room. Oh, no, not until June, not until May. When are you allowed to go but you're going to people's yeah, houses? Uh, well, I think it's hotels and things from the beginning of May and then June. I'm not a hotel now. I'm a friend to Deep Fried Water. Oh, oh. oh you are now. You weren't a second ago, were you? <laughs> I didn't know who it right. was. Shove off. Do you have, do, when you when Lisa's Australia's is coming up, do you have to spend quite a bit of time planning all that you're going to do to keep her entertained? Yeah. yeah. She's she's a very demanding woman, is actually. She? You can't just sit at you. There's no, oh, should we just chill out today? There's mm. none of that. No. No. Oh no, she's quite exhausting. <laughs> good morning, sorry, good afternoon to Mark Tripolata and to Nicholas Halsell and also to MJR who've all downloaded the podcast from this week, which oh, is called The Category Is Dot Dot Dot. Mixcloud.com forward slash yeah. This Is Ndebs is where you'll find the podcast. Also online at gadio.co.uk and on iTunes, search for Neil and Debbie. Got a treat for you this week, Neil, for mm. Poo, which stands for. Positive, positive, optimistic, optimistic outlook. outlook. And we always like to end the, the show on something a bit uplifting um, because life can be heavy, as we've heard from Deep Fried Water, our beautiful friend. Mm. There was something that happened in the week. A politician, I've sent you the photo, if you could take a look in your private collection now, Neil. Okay, it was okay, actually yeah. the photo for today's show tweet. Oh. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, at this oh, is yeah. <laughs> Um This happened this week. There's a politician <laughs> who accidentally recorded himself naked and changing clothes on a parliamentary Zoom. If you'd like to see it, uh, his name is Will Amos. And here is a little bit, well, one of his... One of his colleagues uh, waded in and sort of complained about it on the Prime Minister's Questions Times in Canada, where it's obviously French-Canadian. Here's the translation. I'm afraid that's all the time we have for a question period today. C'est tout le temps que nous avons. The Honourable Member for Sarabéry-sur-Roi has a point of order. Mr. Speaker, as you know, since the beginning of the pandemic, we have tried to emphasize the importance of uh, respecting quorum, the dress code here in the House. And I think uh, that this today we have beaten, we've uh, set a new record. We've seen a member during question period 
uh, improperly dressed, that is uh, unclothed. So perhaps remind uh, the members, especially the male members, that uh, suits and ties are uh, appropriate or, or rather called for. And uh, we have seen that the member was in very good shape, but I think that uh, this member should be uh, reminded of what is appropriate and to control his camera. Thank you. <laughs> so they got, oh God, they got quite the treat. They saw a member's member. Uh, I know it's Prime Minister's question time. Quite an overuse of the word member, member uh, in there. there as yeah. well, yes. yes. I was just thinking uh, I'd quite like Prime Minister's question time to be beefed up by a bit of naked zooming, but then I realised, uh, look at our politicians. Oh, can you imagine Boris? <laughs> I think a lot of people have. But Neil, that wasn't the poo. I've actually got the Zoom call uh, ready to show you now. This is a radio exclusive. So just take a look right now at Jigadio. Here is Will Amos stripping off on that Zoom. No one else has got this footage, Neil. There he goes. Look at him, Neil. There he is. There he is. You see two members there. Oh, my God, his member. <laughs> oh, Prime Minister. Prime Minister. We'll order two of those immediately. Uh, that was an excuse. I, mean, I hope you pressed your pink button to watch that. Enjoyable. That is your lot for the show today. Uh, we learned a lot, didn't I? I think we did quite well there this week. Well done. And uh, are you? Uh, is the house all? What? Is the house all clean now? In time for Lisa? In between the music, where you uh, have you finished off? I've given up now. She just have to live with the shoot. She knows um, that I live in a sty. Basically, I've just shoved everything in the cupboard under the stairs. That's be usual. As long as she doesn't go oh, in. Hang on. Oh God, this was starting to slip. Uh, right there oh, we are. Man. So uh, thank you very much. Well, enjoy your weekend, whatever you get up to, and we'll see you back here uh, next weekend from ten a.m. on Radio. Anthony Murphy is up next. Doing anything nice, Neil? Something different with your weekend? Um. I'll tell you what, I might go down the pub. How about that? Oh, my God! <laughs> extra, extra, tweet all about it. There we are. Stephen? Stephen, I want to talk to you about your constant stalking of us at the house. So you've got two stalkers now, Neil. Mm. My, my beautiful Heather piece. We have to get her um, on the show. She's not been on for a while, actually. No. I did actually ask you a little while ago, mm. could you please get Heather on the show? And you went, yes, yes. And then, yeah, no, I no. no. I've had to dress up as a giant. We could get on about Stephen Seagal. She'd come on to talk about that. People have got clear diaries at the moment, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's true. I think people yeah, still have. Mm. Yeah. So this is the first week of freedom. You're looking down. We're on Zoom, Neil. You're looking down. What are you no, looking sorry, at? No, sorry, it's because I'm, I'm, I am actually looking on Zoom. Oh, you're looking at Zoom now? I can turn my phone that. off. Yeah, you can turn your phone off. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to get back to a studio. Do you know I went past? Oh, should I shut our phone down? Yeah, if you like, yeah. Should I shut the phone down? So um, last weekend I went down to uh, Australian leases. Mm. Hello. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. Mm. Testing, testing. And I went to Fitzrovia, which is where our studios are. Oh, and right, I yes. saw 
the massive BT tower and everything was starting to open up around it, all the little shops and all the things. And I sat outside there and I thought, if I could, if I could break into that studio right now, mm. I'd ring you up on the ISDN and go, Neil, guess where I am? <laughs> <sighs> And uh, uh, yeah, I just I sort of oh, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to get back in there. Mm, mm. I mean, I'd probably wear full bodysuit going in there. I know, like yes. full spacesuit. But once we get in our inoculations, love, I'm going to feel so much more confident. Yes, I think so. Definitely. Apparently, it makes you feel really confident. Like yeah, to a degree. Super... To a degree. I've only had. My well, to an eighty percent degree, isn't it? Yes. It's eighty like percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if we wear, if we get the inoculation, right? If we got the vaccine, and we also um, oh, what's that come up for there? A lot of pages come up. If we got the vaccine, and uh, vaccine, 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 I'm begging of you, please don't hesitate. And we wore a mask, mm. and we anti-vaxxed. I mean, that's pretty good odds, wouldn't you say? I would have thought that you've you've on the fairly safe side then, yeah. Yeah. Going down that road, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, did uh, actually prepare um, the other week. You know, what we were talking about now. That's what I call vaccine. Oh my god! Have you got? If we started the out, have you started the album? I think I started the album here. Oh my god, that's incredible! Because uh, I'll put an order in for that, Neil. But I'm not paying extra P and d- delivery. <laughs> no. Um, I've got one here. I think this is uh, this is oh Tigers. What's that sound? I like that sound. I love that sound. It's cinema. Vaccine. Yeah. <sighs> I haven't got one prepared to go back, so yeah, I'm going to have to do that in a week, aren't I? Yeah. I'm sure, the whole album of those in time. <laughs> well, we've already got that first one on there, haven't we? Yeah. We've got the real one, Blessed Madonna. Yeah. Um, You know that is going to be really. That's going to open it, Mm. and at the end end of it, we sort of need. I don't know. I'm knackered now. I've got to tell. Yes. I mean, how is Australian Lucy? You'd have to go and have a steak when you get in. Is that going to be allowed? None of your business now. Is it? It's going to get forty winks. (laughs) Like I said, none of your business. Well, I can't. Well, I hope no one noticed the fact I said um, Bob of Bob (laughs) hand of job, hand of job during the show. That slipped out. Yeah, yeah. We said terrible things on air. Not I thought you said. I thought I'd misheard you when you first said hand of Bob. I thought maybe you had said (laughs) hand of job, and then you got it correct. So anyway. Oh, (laughs) do you remember on Do you remember on the old place and someone Mm. messaged in? And I couldn't stop you. It, the horse had bolted. There's no getting back because it had left your mouth. Mm. And someone had messaged in and you read it out and it was, oh, we're just trying out a new fleshlight. And you were reading it out going, oh, God, does that like, so does that like use a lot of batteries? You just like flash it around and when you can't see stuff. And I was going, ah, Neil, no. Neil, I was doing that thing, cut, cut, you know, invisible underneath your neck, cut. And you're going, oh gosh, well, good for you. I've got a flash, I've got a flashlight. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Neil, go to a song. Because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't say anything. No, I hadn't realised, yeah. But we got out, we got away with that one. Yeah. And do you remember Simon Levans when he forgot he was on air? 
because you do sometimes and this is a difference when you're when you're like a fake radio person you're like oh i've written down my link <laughs> <laughs> and it's just crap when you're a radio person who sh- who is like you love it and you love it mm. for the right reasons yeah. you actually forget you're on air and you think you're talking to like you one person you mm. and i remember we were asking we were talking to simon about the weather and he went, oh, my God. I said, how was your weekend? He went, I had a fucking great weekend. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah. We said, like, how was it? Some gig or something. He said, it was a yeah. fucking brilliant. He said he said it with great conviction, didn't he? <laughs> you know, if you're going to do the F, if you're going to drop the F bomb, do it properly. That's what I, I quite enjoyed it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's enjoyable when people just see themselves. I wish yeah. we should do it more. Yeah, yeah. It's just with the, with the passion that he... He wanted that adjective in there, didn't he? Oh, yeah. And sometimes, actually, you know, that the F word there is just the perfect Usable. adjective, isn't it, to use? Yeah, 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 definitely. I want Chris Whitty to use it in his next speech. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of Mr. Whitty, Chris Whitty? What do you, this is um, Debbie ITV News at 10. What do you think about the R8? I fucking think it's awful. <laughs> I mean, I'd love him just to... <laughs> yes. That's not really uh, going to yeah. hurt, is it? <laughs> have you ever sworn when you shouldn't have sworn, Neil? Have you ever sworn on air? I don't think not I like... have, no. I'm not no. really a big swearer. Although, well, no. I do occasionally drop them, but uh, not... Uh... Not really. No. I mean, I know this is an obvious question, but what's the worst thing you've done on air? And don't say gem. <laughs> oh. Have you ever done anything you've gone, oh, no. Have you ever had Ofcom complaint? I've, no, I've not had Ofcom. Yeah. I can remember doing things in my early days and and, yeah. and it didn't, I planned it in my head to say the something, car. you know, witty or whatever, and it didn't come out the way okay. I thought. And I've this is the car mind. giveaway. Uh, Do you remember when you gave away a car? I gave it, no. When? Was it not you that said you can win this Jaguar? No, no, someone, I, and... did give away, um, I did give away a million pounds once by mistake. <laughs> so, and I, I had to, and I had to change it quickly to a million pounds of hot air to get out of it. Well, I would have taken you to court for that. Mm, yeah, just about got away with it. I see you're trying to move off the subject now, like you're still worried it might come back and haunt you. It's okay. We, luckily, this is in the days before you could listen again. Yes, absolutely. And so, can you imagine now being with social media and, you know, all those oh, sorts of things we'd be dead. when we were we'd starting out? Oh, no, it'd be absolutely awful. Mm. It'd be absolutely awful. You'd be able to get away with anything, wouldn't you? Everything no. gets blown out of all proportion in this day and age because of social media. It's ridiculous. You can't get away with any sort of badness now, can you? No. That some idiot clipping it up and putting it on a Delta Zine, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and all that. Oh, Justin Theroux is on the cover. Of... <gasps> How do we not talk about this? Justin Theroux is on the cover of Esquire magazine. Is oh, it's banned me from looking at it. Google that. Google Esquire magazine and Justin Theroux. Isn't that the brother of? Um, Who's that guy from, uh, I'm going to want to say Scarlet. What's that band? They've got red in the title. Maroon 5! See what I mean, Neil? I'm absolutely fucked. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit worried today. how your weekend's going to go with Leash. Coming up all this, all, I'm seeing her all week, coming up to see you, and you're going to be, you know, falling asleep. Naked. No, I always, get, I always get a bit of energy, but I'm just, I'm, I spent force this week. I've really gone, I've really gone for it. 
Well, I'll let you get. I'll let you go. You've got to go and pick her up from the station, yeah? Yeah, I suppose it better. <laughs> <laughs> Once more with enthusiasm. Off you go. No, I should. No, I should do because you know I was an hour late for our first date, so I just like to remind her of that every now and again. So we'll keep her waiting there at the station, letting her stew, thinking about life. I'm just too tired now. I'm just going to sit here for a while. All right. I'm going to sniff some pledge. Neil and Debbie. Oh. <laughs> 